So why would a seller take my offer and sell his home for so low a price? Or why won't the seller drop his price and take my low offer? Or why doesn't the seller just fix and flip and sell it himself? Now these are common questions I receive from wholesalers and flippers and the answer has to do with the seller's level of motivation and the better you understand that motivation, the more successful you'll be as a wholesaler and a flipper. So on today's video, I'm gonna break down for you the anatomy of a motivated seller and share with you four common mistakes that you wanna avoid. All of that and more, coming up. For a limited time, you can get a free copy of Jerry Norton's Data Cruncher software, which finds cheap houses in your area. Get it now at mydatacruncher.com. If you're new here to this channel, I'm Jerry Norton with FlippingMastery.com, and this channel is all about ways to help you make money wholesaling and flipping real estate so you can live your dream life. Be sure to subscribe and turn on the bell notifications so you don't miss new videos. So a motivated seller is someone willing to sell you their property at a discount. But before we dive into the anatomy of a motivated seller, let me start by saying it really doesn't matter why a seller is motivated, only that you increase your effectiveness at finding them. Honestly, all you really need to know is that a motivated seller would rather have peace of mind than equity. Now, what does that mean? It means the property is causing them stress and anxiety, either emotional or financial or both. And in order to remove that stress from their lives as quickly as possible, they are willing to sell you their unwanted property at a discount and walk away from any potential upside just to relieve and be rid of that unwanted hardship the property is causing them. And I've said this before and I'll say it again, when it comes to acquisitions, your job as a wholesaler and a flipper is not to create motivation or convince a seller why he or she should sell you their property at a discount. Your job is to find already motivated sellers and help them by removing the huge burden the property is causing them. It's estimated that only 5% of real estate transactions are people that are motivated sellers that desperately need to sell their property. The other 95% are people that want to sell their property. There are two things that you need to know about motivated sellers. One is that they exist and they are all around you and they will gladly sell you their property at a discount. Why? Because they'd rather have peace of mind than equity. They are the 5% and your job is to find them. And two, if someone doesn't accept your offer, all that means is they're not motivated yet or they're not motivated enough yet to take your offer and that's going to be the majority of people you talk to. Knowing those two things will help you approach the business with the right perspective every single day. When it comes to acquisitions and talking to sellers and making offers to sellers, there are four huge mistakes that wholesalers and flippers make that you want to avoid. Mistake number one is to assume that because a property is distressed, that the seller is automatically motivated or should be motivated. Maybe that's the case. There's a higher probability that if the property needs a lot of work, the seller will be more motivated to sell, but that's not always the case. You could have a property that needs a ton of work and the seller is not motivated, and you could have a property that doesn't need any work and the seller is extremely motivated, so there is no rhyme or reason why or why not a seller is motivated, and that's because motivation is not logical, it's emotional. The point is this, stop trying to make sense out of it. Just make offers and the motivated sellers will rise to the top. Big mistake number two that wholesalers and flippers make is they assume that the asking price 
is equal to the seller's level of motivation. For example, if the wholesaler's buy price is 50,000 and the seller is asking 50,000, then they must be really motivated, which is true in that case. But the mistake is to assume that if the wholesaler's buy price is 50,000 and the seller is asking, let's say 80,000, to think that they clearly must not be motivated, but that's not necessarily true. There is no correlation between asking price and acceptance price or motivation. It's logical to think that if they were truly motivated, they would lower their asking price. But again, real estate is not logical, it's emotional. And I can't tell you how many times I've made a low offer on an overpriced home and ended up getting the deal. In fact, recently I was working with one of my elite mentoring students in my Fast Track program, and she found a distressed property where the seller was asking 125,000. Now after running the numbers, she needed to get it for 75,000, and she said, Jerry, I'm not going to make an offer because clearly they're not motivated because they're asking 125,000, and I need to get it for 75,000. And I told her, hey, you never know, just make the offer. Well, in this situation, the seller accepted the offer and come to find out he lives out of state, he inherited the home, and he just wants to get rid of it. Now, does that happen every time? No, but it happens. The rule is to just make offers regardless of asking price. Which brings me to mistake number three, which is not making low offers for fear of offending the seller. Maybe your low offer is offensive to the seller. If it is, who cares? That's not your business if someone else is offended. I recently made a lowball offer and the seller point blank said to me, I'm offended by your low offer. And I replied back, well, I'm offended by your high asking price, which I wasn't. I said, look, I can pay all cash. I can buy as is. I can close quickly and I can cover all of the closing costs. If having closure on this property is worth my price, great, let's get it done. If it's not, no problem, I get it and I wish you the best of luck. Look, here's a takeaway. Always make the offer regardless of asking price and don't be worried about offending the seller. Mistake number four wholesalers and flippers make with acquisitions is to assume that no means no. No never means no. No only means no right now. Motivation changes weekly, even daily, even hourly. For example, I made an offer once to a seller who rejected it, but within the hour he called me back and said he would take my offer. And I asked, you know, what changed in the past hour? He said, as soon as he hung up the phone with me, he got a call from the city that someone had thrown a rock in the window of his property and he needed to fix it ASAP or he would be issued a citation, which for him was the straw that broke the camel's back. He went from not motivated to highly motivated in an instant. My policy is no matter how many times a seller tells me no, as long as the property hasn't sold, to follow up and re-offer weekly. Now, one of my elite mentoring students in my Fast Track program, he followed this policy, and after six months of re-offering weekly on a property, the seller finally accepted his offer. Now, studies show that 80% of sales are made on the fifth to 12th follow-up. Consistent follow-up alone will increase your deal flow drastically. So I hope I've drilled home the point is to never discriminate leads. The number one most effective way to find out if a seller is motivated is to put an offer in front of him or her and see how they respond to it. Having said that, when it comes to lead generation, it's important we focus our marketing efforts on leads that have a higher probability of being motivated. To illustrate this, let's say that the higher the level of motivation, the bigger the discount the seller is willing to accept. So let's say that a seller would sell his property if he were given the right price. 
Now that would be a fairly low level of motivation and maybe he'd be willing to accept a 10% discount. But let's say that the seller is what we call a tired landlord, meaning they're burned out and they're sick and tired of dealing with tenants. Now given that situation, the motivation jumps up and now the seller might be willing to take a 40% discount. Well now on top of that, let's say that the property is also vacant. That bumps the motivation up again and the discount also goes up to let's say 50%. And let's say that on top of being vacant, it's also distressed and it needs rehabbed. That would increase the motivation again and bump the discount up to let's say 60%. And then finally, on top of being vacant and distressed, let's say that the owner is also financially distressed. Now that would increase the motivation big time and bump the discount up to let's say like 80%. Now, these are just arbitrary numbers for illustration purposes. The point is the more issues going on, the higher the motivation to sell and the bigger the discount the seller will probably take. Knowing this can be extremely beneficial when deciding what types of leads to focus on in your marketing. Known as lead stacking, if you were to buy a list of names of property owners who were, let's say, absentee owners and vacant and in pre-foreclosure or delinquent on taxes, you would have a very high probable level of motivation and therefore get a bigger discount on price. Okay guys, speaking of motivated seller leads, my wholesaling and house flipping deal management system, Flipster, comes with several tools and lead sources. If you've never heard of Flipster, it's a cloud-based deal management system that helps you organize, streamline, and automate all of the steps of flipping houses, including finding deals. It's really cool to check it out and see it in action. Just go to getflipster.com. And hey, thanks for joining me on this video. If you learned something new, show some love, hit that like button right now and leave a comment. Let me know your biggest takeaway from this video. I'd love to hear from you. And if you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe to my channel. I'm dedicated to helping you make more money in less time, wholesaling and flipping houses so you can live your dream life. And I'll see you on the next video.